The Viewpoint on SAFM with Songhezomapeke. Monday to Thursday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. 2052. A call for mobile network operators to zero-rate local news sites during this crisis. Zero-rating essentially means that the end user doesn't pay or doesn't have data taken away from them when they access local news sites. And that's because COVID-19 is a very different ballgame altogether that is presented. I wonder what her thoughts are. Ms. Kogetzo Muwetu, who is the executive director of Amandla.mobi, has views on that and she shares them with us this evening. Good evening, ma'am. How are you? Um, good evening. Not a birthday person, but yes. So I'm hoping you're much better than I am. I don't know how you are, but I am feeling great. Excellent, excellent. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I do appreciate that. A call for MNOs to zero rate. Tell us why you think so. Um, so one of the digital divide is another example of an inequality that has been amplified by the virus and the current lockdowns we are seeing, right? The internet is clearly no longer nice to have, but it's an essential utility for people. If we take lessons from past pandemics, such as Ebola, right, we have learned that um, misinformation is as deadly as the diseases themselves. And so by zero rating local news sites, it will enable people to stay connected with secondary sources of information so that they can um, be informed and stay connected with their communities. This was recently highlighted when a video went viral um, where a man was telling people that the tests that are being done, the tests being used to check if people are, have the virus, are contaminated with coronavirus already. And we saw that in Gauteng, according to the Department of Health, when people were being screened, they rejected the screening, you know, fearing that these tests that were being used were contaminated. So this is an essential way of ensuring people can access credible information in other means and other forms as well. Recently, though, with the Competition Commission, especially Vodacom and MTN, the big guys, big, big guys, entered into agreements of that kind following the data services market inquiry, and they have slashed their prices. They have even committed to zero rating a lot of academic sites. These respective operators have got their own apps, which gives the information which in their respect Respective um, executive teams think is relevant for the market, educational content, news sites, even sports news. Do you think more outside what they have done is both required and if required, is it still feasible bearing in mind they are still for-profit organizations? I think it absolutely is. One thing we should not forget about them entering into the agreement with the Competition Commission, right? It wasn't a benevolent act. The Competition Commission found the networks were guilty of price discrimination where they were charging low-income consumers far more than high-income consumers and were unable to justify this discrimination among many, many other issues, right? And so this was not a benevolent act. This was, a, this was something that was done after years of consumers facing exploitation from them. Um, and so definitely more should be done. And I think this would signal some goodwill for the, from the mobile network operators, a commitment to making up for those years of exploitation. Now, also, to take it a step further, across the world, there's a recognition that this moment of crisis requires a 
you know, all hands on deck if we're going to make it through, right? What we are seeing in the U.S., for example, mobile network operators are often are not cutting um, services to people who cannot afford to pay because right now people need to stay connected to their loved ones, given the, the lockdowns that are happening, and just stay connected to the broader communities that surround them. Just over and above that, right, locally, much closer to home, Take the Mail and Guardian, a local publication that has been going through financial crisis, right? Mm. They have made a commitment, a commendable commitment to keeping coronavirus news free to read for all consumers because it is essential that we as the public are kept informed. And so there's a recognition amongst many, a variety of companies that this is an unusual moment that requires us to step outside of the business, the business as usual logic. And then I want to point out that the mobile network operators themselves have so much, they stand to benefit so much from this moment, right? Given how our reliance on the internet has substantially increased in this period, um, they will be benefiting so much. If we think about some of the universities who have been buying for their students' data, if we think about the way people are relying on ordering, doing Zoom calls, working from home, they are benefiting quite substantially. And this is a meaningful way in which they can contribute back in this moment of crisis. Mm, mm. I don't dispute anything that you have said. If I were uh, an MNO right now, I would say, well, I've zero-rated a lot of government sites, including but not limited to the Department of Health's website, where that NICD platform that tells you all of government's information as it pertains to COVID-19. So whilst I'm not necessarily giving the news site the zero rating for you to access your information on COVID there, the information that you ultimately are talking about is available at no cost to you through the Department of Health's website. Further, there are news sites that are generated by the MNOs themselves or are on the platforms of the MNOs' respective apps, which is still available for their respective subscribers to access at no cost. Is it your suggestion beyond what I have said, which could potentially be the response of the MNOs, more still needs to be done um, without taking away from what you've already said? Absolutely, absolutely. So if you note, the demand is around, it has two parts, right? There's the internet that's required, but also SMSs, right? Part of the problem that we have in South Africa is, one, availability and access of smartphones. Not everybody has these mobile network operators' apps, but also not everybody is using a web-enabled device, right? Mm. And we are saying that people should still be able to keep in touch with information and know what's going on and be able to keep in touch with their loved ones, even if they are not using you know, a web-enabled device. That's number one. With regards to the news and what is being made available, um, the Department of Health, without a doubt, has done very, very well to keep people informed. Whether we're talking about the WhatsApp, the use of WhatsApp and the data-free site that they have. But again, with the example I gave you about the misinformation, right, what is very, very clear with that example and many pandemic examples around the world is that people do need secondary sources of information where there is a low trust in institutions, right? 
So if somebody is not going on the government website or goes on and they don't trust what is available there, the ability to verify it from other credible news sources rather than turning to misinformation is going to be is critical. It's actually quite, quite essential sure. given some of the lessons that we've learned in the past. Fair point. I do accept that. I have tweeted to the respective organizations, and I'm just going to say it out loud so that when they listen to this podcast, Donovan Stevenson, Sipo Maseko, Rob Shooter, Godfrey Mozza, Shamil Jusab, because our guest has said so, Ms. Kogetzo Mweti, your work is cut out to give us free data again, zero ratings on local news sites during this crisis. Memo Getty, thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure. It's 21 hours, everybody. There's only one thing that's happening right now, and it is Greg Close.